I can't not have it be recording. I feel like I'm going to mess it all up. She's going to not record us. Uh, Sorry, ladies. We didn't record that episode. (laughs) I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet, to be honest. Hello, and welcome to Table for Five with no reservations. Take a seat at the table for a fresh, sweet, salty, tart, and pleasantly bitter conversation. Thank you for taking a seat at the table. Tonight, we are finishing our part two of our Q&A, which is some questions that our listeners sent in on Facebook and I want to say Twitter, but that's just not what's happening. We We don't tweet here. Okay. So anyways, today I have with me uh, Jamie Ramos. Hello. Tabitha Cabrera. Hello. Jimmy McIsaac. Hi there. And Jen Dunn. Hi, everyone. And I am Rachel Flanagan. Last week, we connected about a few different questions. Tonight, I have three more. Our first was sent in by Cassie Brown. She wants to know what topics we would like to discuss, but that we're too wary of having any judgment or backlash. Does anybody have a burning topic or do you feel like we've covered? I feel like mine was ABA. But then we ended up talking about it and I kind of went off. <laughs> so I think that was, that's one I actually don't write on my page and stuff about because I can't defend it entirely. But I was really nervous about even talking about that period and about my child being involved in ABA just because there's so much backlash that can come from that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I don't, I'm trying to think, I mean, like personally for me, probably more stuff with like family or interpersonal relationships that I wouldn't want to bring up not that I know that any of those people even listen to the podcast but I'd be nervous about having that like recorded forever (laughs) somewhere yeah there's just a lot of controversy around the language of autism like of saying my child has autism or saying they're autistic or you know uh now they don't want you to say special needs it's just all these terminologies I think that we all try to be respectful of but like sometimes it's like you're tripping over yourself trying to say the right thing and you don't want to offend anybody I think that comes into play in some of our episodes where it's like we do hold back a little more than maybe we would like you know because people just get up in arms and about things about colors and about all these things and we, we do get it out there to a point but I feel like to a point it's not all that out because of the fact that people just get so offended and we obviously don't want to offend anybody, but at the same time, we want to talk about these things because it all comes with autism. I think I'm pretty cautious about talking about my past, mainly because of relationships and like harming people that are close to me. I wouldn't ever want to make anyone feel bad about anything. So I'm pretty cautious about that and I will probably continue to be cautious about that until I can delicately figure out a way to talk about you know certain parts of my life I'm also cautious about talking about certain aspects of my kids lives because of their privacy and and respect for them and yeah I'm always like towing the line on on sharing certain aspects of their lives because um, you know it's coming from my voice and that can be hard because yeah. you want to have support and you want other people to know they have support or like talk about things that aren't really talked about, but also like respecting your children. I know I find that super challenging sometimes, especially in writing pieces or things like that. And it's not really like the backlash. I just want to be respectful of them as human beings and also like respectful of the people that are in my life. Uh, I find it hard to be like candidly open all the time about certain things 
and I'm just like a guard as you all know kind of a guarded (laughs) guarded person when it comes to like things that are hard for me personally and it takes a lot for me to like figure out where I am when I'm trying to move through something and until I like make my way through it it's really hard for me to like open up or ask for help or you know any of that kind of stuff so I would say those are the things (laughs) all the things also also anxiety Uh, (laughs) sometimes sometimes we'll record and then I'll be thinking like after we record the night we record I'm like I don't know (laughs) she'll message us she's like should I have said that and we'll be like yeah that wasn't bad at all (laughs) I'll be like I feel like we must I do that too sometimes I'll be like maybe I said too much because I sometimes just word vomit and then I'm like oh well, I think it's that thing too. We all sometimes, because we talk all the time and just, we Zoom with a lot of people and stuff all the time and we'll forget like, oh yeah, this is like a private conversation. We're putting this out into the world. But I will say we've all been pretty upfront and honest about things. And like, I rarely has anyone ever asked me to edit anything out that they've said. Like, yeah, that's like, just because we forget what we said. <laughs> yeah, I have you listen. I tell you to listen. Yeah. Jen, Jen, what about you? Is there stuff that you wish you could discuss more about that you hold back? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't talk about the Kaya's dad dynamics. I don't talk about that of respect, you know, for his privacy. He's not a social media guy. He's not, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I have sort of that side of stuff that I don't really talk about, you know. But other than that, I mean, I'm pretty open book about stuff. So I wish that I could it. convey more about Celie's other stuff. Like, I feel like a lot of times we are very autism focused and Celie has other mental health stuff. She's got Christ, like a whole other spectrum. She has. So I, I feel myself learning more about these other things as well. Cause I'm well, really well connected in autism. I just want to talk more about it. It's crazy to me that for instance, like fetal alcohol syndrome is preventable. I mean, what? Like, what wouldn't we give to help our kids have an easier time? And then there's like this whole group that talks about prevention because it's a preventable thing. There aren't like a ton talking about what this day-to-day life is like. Anyway, I wish that. And then I feel like we've lived a really strange path in our adoption, like just my between myself and my daughter. And so I feel like it's another thing that I'd like to shine a light on. But I'm really, really proud of how broad and how specific we cover many of the topics that we have. I feel like if there's a thing that I wish we did more, it would be like topic-based episodes. Because I I love that like PSA sort of just one filled episode of a specific topic. Yeah. Just because I feel like it's, we've got like this witty way to hand a brochure to somebody rather than you know, diving so deep. We love that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, so the next question, have you ever thought about doing a medication episode? I love that. Speaking of a topic one. Yeah. It's hard to talk about meds. I'll tell you that. What? We've never done one. We haven't. We no. haven't done one. I know when I got that on Instagram, <laughs> I was like, yeah, actually we haven't done a medication episode. So I love that idea. Yeah, that's not something, I mean, I'm not speaking for myself because we don't do a lot of meds, but I will say like the other women at this table who do do meds, they're all really open about their medication journey, which I think you don't find a lot on social media because it is like a taboo thing and a lot of people can be really judgmental of it. But I will say like, 
if you follow any of these ladies, they're all pretty open about it. And it's, I mean, we could definitely do an episode about it. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything to say, but. Yeah. Jamie's going to MC that one. Okay. So then I'm going to skip to this because that's not really as much of a yes or a no. What is the most impactful thing you've learned about yourself since your child was diagnosed? Mm, Kimmy. I guess how resilient I am. I mean, having autism thrown at you is a huge hurdle to get through like emotionally and physically. It's very physically demanding, especially when they're younger. You know, Alyssa was aggressive. She, she was a runner. She didn't sleep. She still doesn't sleep, you know, navigating through all those things at the same time that you're navigating um, the emotions of it, that you are facing the isolation of it. That's just a really tough part. I feel like that comes because like Jamie said earlier, you know, you drift apart from a lot of friends and not, not that anyone means anything by it. It just happens because your life just changes. Your life is very different. People sometimes can't relate to you. They don't understand why you can't just like pick up and go to the beach or pick up and do this. You know, Alyssa seems one way, you know, she was this adorable little girl, you know, so just looking at her, you couldn't always like see the difficulties that could come if you weren't really around all the time. Um, And I think that leads to some isolation, being left out of things, having to stay home while others are doing things that you would love to pick up and do. I mean, this was before social media. So I mean, that, that makes it even 10 times as hard, I think. Getting through that is really tough. It's hard to not sit there and feel sorry for yourself, you know, and um, sometimes you just do. So I feel like getting over all those humps, those are really big things to handle on top of just the day-to-day stuff. You're dealing with aggression. If you're dealing with elopement safety, I mean, I basically had a toddler for 12 years. I mean, you just, it didn't stop. There was constant, she had to be supervised all the time and God forbid she wasn't, it was, she was getting into something or getting out of the house or, you know, some kind of thing was happening. I think that's really, really hard. I don't think that we give ourselves enough credit. It takes a lot of strength and a lot of resilience to kind of just pick up the pieces and keep going and just push through and just get through the day or whatever stage that you're in. It's, it's a lot sometimes we all need to give each other credit for that because it's not easy you know and when things go great you know it's wonderful that autism has this beauty that we always talk about but it is soul crushing when things are going great and then boom there's a regression or an old behavior comes back or you know something happens it's so hard to like then take that in and then it feels like you're back to square one and then you got to kind of, you know, you just got to stand up, dust off and keep going. Having the ability to just kind of take it in and process it and then just keep going. I think it speaks volumes for your, you know, yeah, of course we're going to do it because we love our kids. I love my daughter. I'd do anything for her. I'd do anything for any of my kids. Keep on, keep on keeping. <laughs> on we go, as Jen says. I was watching this. I'm sorry, Kim, but I was watching this uh, clip of ours from a year ago right now. I was reading those inspirational cards. And I was trying to find the one you were looking for. You're like, no, no, no. And I'm like, Kimmy wants the, the motivational cards for the mediocres, please. And then <laughs> it was like, smile. It's what's happening. Is the one I that you wanted, wanted to hear. <laughs> it was like, get over it because it's already right here. I remember that. That was so funny. That so, was funny. I think the, the most impactful thing you've learned about yourself. Yeah. 
I think the most impactful thing I've learned. I don't really know. I think I've learned good things and bad things about myself. I've learned that like I'm a hot mess, that I have major anxiety issues when it comes to like dealing with this crap. I hate calling people. I hate um, uncomfortable situations. I hate not knowing what I'm supposed to be doing. I mean, part of that's a good thing. So I can work on those things within myself. And that's really come to light for me because I mean, even with both my kids, like there's just things I have to do for them. Like I can, I shouldn't ignore making appointments for myself and stuff like that, but I can't do that for my kids. Like I got to suck it up and do things like that. I've also learned that like, I'm a lot more patient than I thought I was. And that I think because of my past in childcare and things like that, that I have a lot of skills that I probably wouldn't have had if I hadn't taken care of a lot of different children to understand my son more like different elements that I've learned. And and even looking back, I'm like, oh, this kid probably had this type of like sensory issue or behavioral issue. And I just didn't know at that point, but I learned from those kids and like how to work with them. And I think that's made me really malleable in dealing with my son. Like I've never had an issue like joining in his world because I've always done that with kids. I've never had an issue like um, bending to like, his needs or how he like figure out how he sees the world because I've just been around children so much that I just knew to kind of take the time to do that even before I knew it was autism. So I'm really grateful that I've had that experience. And I also like appreciate that in myself that like, oh, that wasn't a big leap for me. Like that was something I feel like I did right away. And I'm kind of proud of myself for that. I love proud of myself moments. (laughs) Girl, curtsy. Jen Den, what's the most insightful thing that you've learned? It's kind of three words. It's not really one insightful thing, and it, it it sounds sort of like self-righteous to say, but like my strength, I didn't, and I don't mean that. I mean not just my physical strength holding off my ten-year-old. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, this. It sounds so sort of um, in your face, but really, this, you know, this sort of life of autism is really something. And it's, it ain't for the it, week. It ain't for the week. I always say that. It's <laughs> yeah. not for the week, and it's not for everyone. So I think, and then that's the resilience that Kim talked about that comes from that strength. And then really, I've often thought, God, I have patience of a freaking saint. Like, <laughs> something, because I'm a very anxious person. I'm very, uh, so sometimes the fact that I can ride that stuff out, I'm like, oh, well done, Jen, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. So that's, I think, what surprised me the most, not, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm this, you know, super strong person just in this aspect of it, you know, just, well, it's like, everybody says like, oh, I could never do it. I don't know how you do what you do, but it's like, well, we didn't know that we could do this either. Yeah. You'll get a choice. (laughs) Before before it was like, before it was landed in our lap, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Hold my coffee. I had no idea either. Yeah. We didn't know. We'd probably say the same thing, you know? Oh my God. We should get a decline in our stairway to heaven for every time we've said that to someone before we knew just how backhanded it is <laughs> i don't know how you do what you do okay um tabs did you say your beautiful words no tell me i i mean my children and autism have reshaped my entire life i mean there's no doubt about that i think parenting my kids have taught me kind of what jamie was saying is like what am i really good at and what am I not so good at in like a microscopic view? (laughs) Like, let's look in the microscope and see your strengths and weaknesses. And we can 
line those up for you because I'm naturally a reflective person. I like to learn as they go. I like to uh, think about how I can be better and set goals for myself. And I like to have consistency and I like to know what's coming next. And autism doesn't allow for that sometimes. A lot of the times, actually, you know, like you think that you're headed one way and it, it goes a completely different way. So I think it's given me some flexibility as a person and allowed me to like not be so controlling in my environment for myself and owning up to embracing asking for help, which is something that is extremely hard for me and saying this is you know hard and I can't do it myself and you know there's just something about my kids that like literally when I look at them sometimes I just feel like weeping you know and I think it's because of who they are which includes autism and walking through all of those feelings and still like I'll have moments where I I can't believe that parts of this are parts of our life you know and I think that has to do with like processing diagnosis and learning about yourself and you know it just reshaped me as a person and I'm I have gained passion and other forms that I didn't know were part of who I was because of who my kids are and you know all kinds of stuff so no matter who your kids turn out to be do you mean that 10 year old you did not plan on being an extraordinary children's book writer (laughs) about autistic kids yeah that wouldn't have guessed that wouldn't have guessed that you know it's just it's just changed me it really has and my kids like they're truly there is something special and mind-blowing at times just who they are as human beings and that includes the parts of them that are autistic I love that I feel like I've learned that I was ready for her I was ready for her doesn't always feel that way like the day before a respite weekend you know like when it's (laughs) gone so long I don't necessarily but I do feel like all of my strength and resilience and all the things that I've been able to pick up along my journey made me ready to be hers. And I think what I also didn't know until quite recently was that like, you can't just keep trying. It's like loving a broken arm. You can't love a broken arm fix people. You can't just keep trying past the point of like, oh, like my family's journey recently has been that You sort of are waiting for a life vest from 2019 on. And it just kept getting harder and more. And I just kept trying harder and more. And I pretty much wasn't helpful in any capacity because I had no more capacity to do any of the damn things that needed to be done to do this life. And so I feel like though I'm ready, I need to learn. I have a lot to learn. The second half of this year is going to be busy. (laughs) I got some stuff to work on. But I, I mean, I really do feel ready. I feel like I was ready to be hers. All of this whole thing prepared me to be her mama. Thank God. Yeah, love that. She could have <sighs> said some Ambien or told me to sleep before 2015 or, you know, some, something like that could have balanced this a little better, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have told my 10-year-old self. Get all the sleep while you can. Yeah, take a bank, freaking nap. Bank not sleep up. Just stop banking it up. Sleep just, in. Sleep in for the rest. Only got of another you. ten years, and then it's done. <laughs> My, we were going to pick Celia up today from the house where she's in foster care, and the little boy comes outside with his mom, and <laughs> we're like forty minutes before baseball, okay? And 
she goes, do you want to go inside and have a 10 minute snuggle? And Billy's like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, please give me the huggy. Please give me the heavy blankie. Just give me 10 minutes, please. And the little boy didn't do it because, you know, you fight those. Yeah. <laughs> then you turn 40 or whatever. <laughs> whatever. This one comes to us from Mary, who we've had on our podcast as a guest before, and also who is Kimmy's Fabuloso sister. Her question is, do you guys have a favorite episode or series? I will say, since Mary is asking this question, one of my all-time favorite episodes is when we interviewed Mary on our podcast. (laughs) Her first interview. Yeah, I loved that interview. And that's not just because she asked this question, but I really did love that interview. <laughs> yeah. I loved our, I think I've said this many times, but our mental health series is my all-time favorite series. I think it was honest and vulnerable and beautiful and stuff that people don't talk about. And it's okay to have our time and everyone should openly speak about mental health. And, you know, if we mm-hmm. talked about it more, maybe people wouldn't have so much shame around mental health specifically. So I loved that series. Our first series also is just on the money loved it loved to go back to and listen to that first series because it was so fresh and good and introductions to us and loved it but every time I listen to an episode I'm pretty much like this is great yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe it's uh, like we always think it's going to be crap and then we listen back Mm -hmm. this is good (laughs) remember like one of the first or second ones we did at the end I'm like oh my god that was awful and it ended up being like our oh, favorite yeah. one of Jenny our favorite and Rachel ones. Are like there's no what's crapping that we're not I'm, using it uh, and me and jamie are like why <laughs> i think that's our second episode and that is still so i think we actually had this question in the last q a and i'm pretty sure i said the second episode is yeah. still my favorite i don't know what i think we had like this nervous energy we're just yeah. all talking we had no clue what we were doing <laughs> for some reason it's like do you like <laughs> probably like so one good. of our best episodes because like we all say a point we're doing great and then it's like fun and I don't know we kind of yeah. like get to the point where we loosen up I really like it but I was gonna say like more recently since we did our last q and I think like Kate having Kate on which was like just such a full circle moment for us like we all yeah. met through Kate we I told all- her she was our furniture store <laughs> She's, she bought our table but like we just knew we always wanted to eventually have her on the podcast so the like that the fact that we got to the point where we had her on and just talking to her like which felt just like completely normal to us. I don't know, just like this big moment for me. I'm like, we like had this goal. I mean, the whole podcast was a goal. The fact that we've made it a year and then we had that like right at the year mark. I'm surprised we made it this far. Like, but it's also like, (laughs) it was just like this beautiful full circle moment. It was full circle, Jamie. Being with Kate and everything was great, but it was also like the whole meaning overall of like, oh, we've done this and we're, here we are. We killed each other logos or anything. We're friends. I love the interviews of everyone. I've yes, literally I learned something from every yes. person that's been on this podcast. It is, I love the interviews. I have something that was my favorite. Mm. Sorry, the sibling storytellers. Oh, oh that one. It. Every single one of them, I sobbed a little bit harder. Hey, I have another baby. Yeah. If you have, to our sibling. listeners, if you haven't listened to that, please go give it a listen because it is just beautiful. Also, the storytellers from autistic adults. Yes. Yeah. Too. Oh, loved it. Give me two favorite episodes. They're great. So, I mean, I agree with Tabitha. I think the, I think the probably the most powerful series was the mental health one. I mean, I think we all 
were very vulnerable and open with that series. I also really liked, I don't remember what series it was, but we talked about the head and the heart that I thought was a really good one. And then I don't know what series this one is, but one of the ones that were just, I mean, we just laughed and laughed and laughed was, um, remember the one where we were like, what celebrity? <laughs> Momoa, the Momoa episode. <laughs> I will never get him out of my head now from the Amber Heard trial yeah. ever. No, 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 not that one. The one where we, the one where we like, Jen said she was um, she would be Megan from Will and Grace, and then oh, yeah. and then Rachel said she would be I don't know how to pronounce her name Zoe from Zoe uh, Dishkano. Yes, yes, I don't yes. know. It's so funny, we just laughed so <laughs> hard at that one. I don't remember our Halloween episode. It might have been, yeah. I. Okay. I made her plan that out really well. That stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That one was so funny, though. Oh my god, it was so fun. That's the thing that's so great about this whole podcast is like, there's a little bit of serious. There's a little bit of like, we don't know what the hell we're doing. There's a little bit of like, <laughs> kind of a lot of that on game night. <laughs> I like to phrase it as like. We do things so well. We're like, we should record this. Not, I'm not sure what the hell. It's just natural. Finding our way. (laughs) Well, sometimes off the cuff stuff ends up being like the best stuff that we have. You know, some of the no reservations. Sometimes we're like, what what just happened in that episode? (laughs) But some of them really good. You know, it's it's, like the last no reservation. The last (laughs) talking about a trial. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I was laughing so hard when I just listened to that. I I was laughing. I thought it was funny. (laughs) Hilarious. (laughs) It's hilarious. Everybody, we want you to understand that the biggest, most treasured, not the biggest girl, you look good today. What I meant is the most treasured seat at our table is the one that you guys sit at. And we are so pleased to be able to have interaction with you on our comments or in our messages or on Facebook or Instagram. We're not on the Twitter, but you know the rest. And it's where questions come from, but really these great ideas about topics. And we've had people approach us for interviews or sponsorships. Like there's so many things. So you being a part of our community really is what makes a difference for us so we want to thank you for being here today bye Bye. thank you bye thank you everyone thank you for joining us at the table for part two of this q a if you enjoy our podcast make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts if you'd like additional content make sure you're following us on facebook and instagram if you'd like to contact us, you can at tableforfivepodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. See you there. Bye.